Edinburgh's Portobello Beach is a popular place in Scotland for a bite to eat or a drink beside the seaside. But these days, everything from a fish supper to a simple cuppa is served with a vast and unappetising amount of single-use stuff. Our takeaways have turned into throwaways. Welcome to Towards Zero. I'm Julia Horton and I'm hosting Zero Waste Scotland's podcast. As our name suggests, we're here to help Scotland become a place where nothing is wasted. That matters because the single greatest cause of the climate crisis here is the emissions created by everything we produce, consume and too often bin after just one use. We can all help to change that by doing things a bit differently though to make things last longer. That's what the circular economy does, keeping things in a loop of use by reducing, reusing, repairing, remaking and finally recycling. Our throwaway takeaway habit is a huge waste of resources which are fast running out. Each year in Scotland, we get through millions of cups, containers, straws, knives, forks, spoons and plates, all made to use just once and then binned or littered. And that's only the plastic ones. From June 2022, some of the most common single-use plastic stuff from takeaways will be banned in Scotland, including the familiar white polystyrene takeaway boxes and cups. It's a welcome move by the Scottish Government. But to end the climate crisis and litter, we need to ditch all needless disposable products, whatever they're made from. We can still enjoy our takeaways, we just need to choose to reuse. Zero Waste Scotland's Ditching Disposable Scheme is working with businesses in Portobello to help them try out different ways to do that, choosing reusable alternatives to all the throwaways and our takeaways. At the Malva Rosa Tapas restaurant, owner Alvaro Bernabeo has always charged people a deposit to take his paella dish home in the dish it's cooked in so that they get a feast for their eyes at home as well as for their bellies. And he gets his dishes back afterwards to use again and again. So it's not such a big leap for him or his customers to start charging deposits for other containers and cups too through ditching disposables. Here's Alvaro on how his new deposit return scheme for cups and tubs is helping his business meet the new ban, cut emissions and reduce costs too. We started to charge um, deposits for for coffee cups, which initially was the project of Zero Waste Scotland and has been been, um, pretty good. The substance has been good. From that, we decided to expand that as well to to the takeaway dishes. Um, and we are currently encouraging people to take uh, returnable containers for, for takeaways. Uh, the way it works is, is very simple. We offer customers the opportunity to, to take their coffees in, in disposable uh, coffee cups, or we encourage them to pay a deposit, and we give them a returnable container. I've been always um, conscious about um, the environment and and things we do or we don't do. Um, And although I'm a quite, in a way, passive person about it, um, uh, when Zero Waste Scotland came with this project, I thought, well, this is is, uh, something I can can actually uh, get involved in. And, and try to see if I can help and reduce the amount of waste that we produce. As a business, we need to pay for the waste that we generate. Then um, if we can reduce that, it's is a, is a cost that we can try to reduce in, in the business. And as a, as a society, then as well, we can reduce the amount of, of plastic that may end up elsewhere. The cost of this um, of this project of returnable items is very low for the business. Um, at the moment, I'm saving money, um, not having to buy uh, 
disposable cups to start with. Uh, and that's, that's always a big plus. As the cost of living crisis makes it harder for everyone to make ends meet, it's good to hear that Alvaro is finding that ditching disposables cuts his bills as well as reducing environmental costs. Choosing to reuse doesn't cost his customers anymore either, with two out of three people who paid their reusable deposit returning their cups and tubs to get their deposit back. Most of his customers want to ditch throwaway stuff to do their bit to end the climate crisis, as he says here. Yeah, people are trying to do things a little bit differently. We are in a part of of town in Portobello where there is a, a strong sense of community and people are really willing to do the right thing. Already, already uh, our customers have been, uh, they have that issue in the back of their heads and they are very willing to, to do it. Day trippers are less keen as they may be unlikely to be back again to claim their deposit. But with more takeaways offering discounts to any customers who bring their own cups and tubs as more throwaway stuff is outlawed, it's getting easier and cheaper for more people to choose to reuse wherever they are. Scotland's carrier bag charge showed how we can change our everyday habits as a nation to help save the planet, with many people now routinely taking reusable shopping bags with them to avoid the charge, which was imposed in 2014 to discourage people from using these wasteful single-use bags. Here's Zero Waste Scotland's Catherine Bozek to explain more about the latest ban on throwaway plastic. Things like cutlery, plates, straws, drink stirrers and balloon sticks made from any kind of plastic in Scotland will actually be banned from the 1st of June. Um, that also includes uh, disposable cups and food boxes, but only those made from the expanded polystyrene material. So that's stuff that you get your fish and chips typically in. Um, so th- those, those, those boxes and those cups with li- and their lids too, if they're made from expanded polystyrene, will also be subject to the ban on the 1st of June. These items have become part of our everyday life, I suppose, and it's something that we sort of use and not think about the consequences of using them just once. But they do have a massive environmental impact. And when you think about how many of these items we actually go through, we use them for seconds. But yet when they go to landfill or they go to waste, they are typically lasting for hundreds of years. And we know that in Scotland, like the single biggest cause of the climate crisis is our material consumption. It's everything that we buy and use. Switching from one single-use material to another is not the ideal solution because whether it's single-use plastic or single-use cardboard or, you know, products made from wood, um, there are still environmental consequences and it's still single-use, regardless of what kind of material it is. So, our advice would be to try and switch to reusables as much as possible and to remove the need for single-use items in the first place whenever possible. While Alvaro is among the businesses pioneering deposit schemes under our Ditching Disposables project, other portability takeaways like St Andrew's Fish Bar are joining growing numbers of food outlets giving people money off for bringing their own cups and containers. They're all proving that we can serve and enjoy takeaways without most of this throwaway stuff. The one exception to that is disposable plastic straws, because some people are unable to drink without them, such as those who have difficulty swallowing. That's why the latest ban allows businesses to keep a stock of single-use plastic straws under the counter to provide on request. Our research on the latest ban found huge public support for getting rid of throwaway plastic. As Catherine stressed earlier, we need to get rid of all needless throwaway products, whatever they're made of and used for. 
Here she is again on how to help people make better choices in everyday work and life to help save the planet and often save some cash too. So something that I like to remember in my head, could I choose to reuse instead, you know, with every sort of purchasing decision that I make? So when it comes to going to the supermarket for food shopping, we've all got used to taking our own bags now because of that law change a few years ago, but also thinking about buying products that don't have packaging on where they're not where packaging is not required and um, choosing to buy loose produce going to zero waste shops and there's more choice available now I mean more more shops are offering refillable services for food um, and when it comes as well to like buying clothes you know fast fashion is something that people are very aware of now and choosing to buy clothes which last longer and um, that we repurpose that we upcycle that you know the most sustainable thing that we have is what's already hanging up on our wardrobe buying second hand and hiring or borrowing everything from tops to tools and tech are also good ways to help reuse things at home and work to help change our throwaway culture we need more information about what we're wasting zero waste scotland is gathering data on that in our material flow accounts these reports reveal the movement of materials to feed our mass consumption habit from production and use to disposal the bad news is that we found the average Scot gets through over twice the amount of stuff needed to live both sustainably and well. But the good news is that that means that by halving their consumption, the average Scot can help save the planet and still live well. Greenpeace and the Everyday Plastic Campaign Group have just launched the Big Plastic Count to help find out how much we waste at home and where our plastic goes. Maya Darlington, Greenpeace UK campaigner, joins us now to explain why the count is needed. We are in a plastic crisis. We're using far too much, we're producing far too much, and there also aren't enough reusable options that work for everyone. Now, the UK actually produces more plastic waste per person than almost any other country in the world. Only the, the United States of America is worse. And if things carry on as they are, the amount of plastic produced around the world is actually set to double by 2040, which is obviously a very scary thought. And recycling alone is not going to solve this problem because clearly we're just producing far too much in the first place and our recycling systems are really struggling to cope. But at the moment, there is nowhere near enough evidence to show how much plastic leaves UK households. And most of us have really no idea um, what happens once we throw it away and it leaves our homes. We need more evidence so that we can convince the government, big brands, supermarkets to get on board with making the bigger change that we clearly need. Enter the big plastic count. So 190,000 households signed up to record their plastic waste in the count for a single week in May 2022. Greenpeace is working out how much of each home's plastic is likely to be recycled, incinerated, dumped in landfill or sent overseas where it can cause even more environmental harm. Maya's own personal results show just how hard it can be to avoid plastic waste, as she says here. My own personal plastic footprint was, of course, terrible, as I'm sure most people will be, because it's just a dire situation, unfortunately. But um, yeah, so mine was 11% of the plastic that I threw away last week is likely to be recycled, 16% exported, 25% landfilled and 48% incinerated. Now, of course, that's going to be different for everyone, but clearly that recycled figure is incredibly low and I don't expect that it's going to be particularly much higher for anyone else that has taken part, unfortunately. 
More people who want to do the right thing are unsure what that is, as reports of our plastic waste being sent around the world instead of recycled highlight serious problems with what Greenpeace brands are broken system. Greenpeace is using data from the big plastic count to push for the UK to halve its single-use plastic by 2025. That'll help reduce the need for recycling altogether, which will ease pressure on the system. It will also ease pressure on the planet, because although recycling is important, it's the least valuable way to reduce waste. It's far better to reuse and to recycle wherever possible. Scotland has led the way in the UK on reducing needless throwaway plastic. It was the first UK nation to bring in the carrier bag charge and to outlaw common harmful throwaway products from plastic cotton buds to the latest ban on things like disposable plastic cutlery. It's also ahead of Westminster in bringing in a deposit return scheme for drinks, cans and bottles to improve recycling and reuse of those products. Although delays to Scotland's scheme mean it's currently not due to launch until 2023. Greenpeace thinks a UK-wide deposit return scheme is long overdue and is urging Scotland to push ahead, as Maya says here. Neither the UK or Scotland, we still, neither of us have a deposit return scheme yet. So as I think it's good that we're, yeah, that the Scottish government are kind of yeah leading the way. And I think they should continue to lead the way by kind of implementing this deposit return scheme, which they committed to so long ago. Although the count, like so many campaigns, looks at plastic, Greenpeace agrees that we need to ditch all needless disposables, whatever they're made from. Here's Maya on the risk of switching from one throwaway product to another. If we suddenly replace all the plastic that we have, which is obviously a lot, with paper or card, without trying to reduce and reuse and refill and all of the all of the fabulous R's, then where is all that paper going to come from? Where are those trees that we're cutting down and whose land are we using or stealing or grabbing to plant new ones? A circular economy is only really truly circular when we're talking about reuse, where packaging stays in circulation, where it's filled, used, washed, filled again. And that's true for all materials. As the latest ban on throwaway plastic comes into force, our takeaways should go back to being less about waste and more about taste. We'll share updates through our website on our ditching disposable scheme, including the pros and cons of deposit return schemes for cups and tubs for eateries like Malvarosa, to help other businesses and their customers make the best choices as they meet the new law. Our podcast page includes a long read to accompany this episode for anyone interested in learning more about our throwaway culture. Businesses or customers keen to get more detail on the ban itself can visit our single-use plastic webpage for frequently asked questions. The page also has access to a recording of a free webinar which we held in March to provide more details on the latest ban, including information on the straws exemption catering for people with disabilities. I hope you've enjoyed this episode. Please share it so more people can learn how to do more to help save the planet. I hope you can join us next time too. Thanks for listening. Bye.